Welcome to the show, everyone. Devlin here. Welcome to an all-new episode of Faux Real. Oh boy, do I have a good show for you today. For her record fourth time on this program, I welcome the return of the incredible comic actress, writer, producer, and just hilarious human, Lana Turner. You've seen her on NBC, Comedy Central, Animal Planet, Netflix, VH1, CMT, and True TV's How to Be a Grown-Up. As it also says on her shiny new website, she is one of the hardest working comics in the business today, and she really is. And she's just really fun to talk to. Obviously, because she's been on this show three times already. She was on my show. I was on her podcast called The Perfect Ten, which she uh, you'll hear about. She's getting ready to start back up, so that's really cool. She has a number of specials out. There's one called Limeade. There's one called So I Wrote a Song About It, which we are also going to talk about during our conversation. You can also see her in a lot of great independent movies, including This Is Meg, Brand New Old Love, and the documentary What's Eating Ralphie May, the hilarious and heartwarming story of her late husband, the incredible comic Ralphie May. So definitely check that out. I am so stoked for you guys to hear our conversation. Lana is an absolute treat. You can check out all of her incredible work on her shiny new website at lanaturner.com. That's L-A-H-N-A-T-U-R-N-E-R, including some really fantastic videos uh, (laughs) that she put together during quarantine, including one called The Secret Life of Tech, which is just freaking hilarious. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Here is Faux Real Conversation number cuatro with Lana Turner. Good to see you. Good to see you. It's been three years, right? Something like that? I was sitting here trying to remember the last time that I saw you and what I don't think it was what I, I remember coming in and doing your podcast in that building but I think I've have I run into you since then because I see you on social media so I I lose track no idea <laughs> time is an ever-flowing ocean it's all relative who knows okay right I can hear you perfectly uh-huh. but I okay, don't good. see you you don't see me am I dark I don't see you at all, actually. Oh, oh, here you go. There it is. Hooray! Is that better? That's perfect. And you even got your official backdrop. Yeah, we put the name up. Cool. Yeah, looks great. And if you want, um, we I record it on a like an actual camera, so I can send you like a clean non-zoom quality video that would be great thank you so much okay i just got a professional camera i bought it off of a friend so i'm i'm learning the techniques i don't have it going for the podcast yet but that is my next step yeah so it's a lot (laughs) there's a lot it really it really is yeah i am learning how to be a producer (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm learning very slowly. Professional cameras, your oh. might be better. Well, hold on. I'm, oh, really? Yeah. No, he's not. He doesn't have a camera. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to, like, I, I don't know, going through all this stuff right now is trying to figure out how to, how to navigate all this has been really crazy, right? Absolutely. But after doing a million of these, you, you kind of get the hang of it pretty fast after you're, you know, got to put on that, that swim cap and jump right in. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your COVID cap. <laughs> yeah, the COVID cap. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I was just watching your um, <laughs> your your new. Are we already, uh, are we already doing the interview? We're going. We yeah, I pressed all the buttons. Yeah, yeah this is okay. this is it. We're in. Uh, <laughs> I just started the camera on my end, just so you know. Oh, great! Cool. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. Good. Um, right. I just watched your COVID videos. Uh, hilarious. Although the yeah. the one where you're you're wearing the the. Um, <laughs> the maxi pads for your masks it was very disturbing but hilarious again as i just texted you you never hold back and that's what i love about you yeah well i mean now i that was right before we all realized we actually had to wear masks and oh. people were being all you know so yeah the maxi pad thing you can't breathe through a maxi pad by the way not so much no i, I probably not like, no put it on and then <gasps> take it off so I don't know if you've ever put a maxi pad on your face before. But. I try to avoid it. No, no. I, I, no. Accidentally. No, no, not, not so much. <laughs> Actually, I've never put a maxi pad on my face either until that day. So. That's good to hear, Lana. That's good to hear. <laughs> um, wow. It really is good to see you. This is, this is cool. I, you know, I love talking to you, Lana, and you really... Um, I want to thank you again for uh, having me on your show. We we did the we did the the pod swap uh, yeah. a few years ago. I really appreciate that, and you were so welcoming. And you know, because I have all of these dumb, I got a lot of voices going on in there, and a lot of weird pressures. Um, I, I'm one of those people that always like I I. All of my thoughts echo back to me like, are you doing this right? You're not doing this right. You probably shouldn't have said that. All of those things. And you just really speak your mind. And I love that about you so much. Oh. Um, and and you made me you made me feel you made me feel very comfortable in my own skin, which I really appreciate. Yeah, but I feel like you were when I met you, you were very open to share stuff about yourself that a lot of people wouldn't. So I mean if you're if the like and whatever the mouse is running in your head trying to stop you from talking it's doing a fabulous job of allowing yeah you to that share. that hamster is on speed up. i'm telling you what he's just all the time yeah i i try and pump the brakes sometimes but i'm not <laughs> do you successful with it yeah <laughs> yeah but i think anything for comedy like if it's funny then we need to go for it mostly although that that the, the ability to actually say everything that's on your mind maybe isn't so healthy in current times i don't know but I there are a lot of comics like getting in trouble well, there are a lot of comics getting in trouble for those things right yeah. now so yeah i should say i have horrible thoughts but they're not like hurtful and they don't come from a bad place so i think that's where it's it, you can skirt the line more I, I think when people say things and it's just like oh that came from a 
bad place. Like, oh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were, um, as I was watching your special, there were a few things that, um, that sort of uh, danced along the line, but I, I enjoyed it because I find all that, that stuff very funny. I, like you, I have a very crude sense of humor. So I, <laughs> I am, you know, listen, if that's the whole thing that I love, it's comedy. You, you have to, you, you know, um, that kind of stuff is, is funny, even if it's, uh, you know, and like, uh, <laughs> like, like the line from Avenue Q, um, everyone's a little bit racist. Oh, <laughs> have you ever seen that musical? Avenue I love Q? that musical. I saw it's it in wonderful. New York. It's Did hilarious. You? Yeah. And I mean, I feel like when you record something so many years, uh, like, you know, many years ago, it's also a photograph of yourself in high school. You know, like when you look back to your high school photos or your middle school photos, you're like, oh, I looked like that. Or where was my mind at, at that time? And it's always evolving and moving forward, you know, so um, I'm super proud of every of all that content because it it's funny, you know. So, but it's it's a it's a definitely a photo of what I was doing a few years ago, and you're always evolving, which is cool. Absolutely, and oh boy, has has uh, has the world changed yeah. in <laughs> in three years and in in three months? Yeah, very very much. It's. Uh, it's it's wild, man. I I have, um, I've had so many different days waking up since March. You know what I mean? Like very it's like very Groundhog Day. It's the same thing, oh, but a little different or a little weirder. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Very strange. Uh, speaking of Groundhog Day, did you see the new um, Lonely Island movie? Mm. it uh oh, yeah, palm yeah, springs yeah 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 that i loved it ridiculous i loved it too yeah that was great it it definitely uh took a turn that i didn't expect i was like oh that's what we're doing with this okay yeah when it first started i was like what this is a little awkward and then a few minutes into it and you got it you're like oh this is awesome oh yeah so, yeah i loved it yeah that was total groundhog day <laughs> for sure Remake of it, yeah. Have you had any of those moments during these months? How how have you been keeping all your brain pieces uh, together during this time? Because no. I know you have kids too, so yeah, that's no. that's a lot to There's, deal with. Yeah, I, I'm fortunate in some ways because my kids are at a good age. My son just turned 11, my daughter's 12. So they're at that, that age where they, they still like me. So <laughs> they want to hang out, which is good. I think if they're younger, I'd be they'd be a lot more maintenance like I can give them stuff to go and do and they're and they'll do it um, they don't need me constantly supervising them and then if they were a little bit older they wouldn't want to be around me and they'd be anxious teenagers and going off on their own and that's but a little bit more dangerous because that's the group of people that are having a hard time saving still and it's you know making for more issues it seems but so I, I feel lucky in that way but it I know I mean we're going to be homeschooling again it's a lot of work. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. And also at their age, what does make it hard is that they are social. So they need to hang out with other kids, but it's, it's like, anytime you're hanging out with anybody right now, it's like dating, right? Like you have to ask them like, 
Where have you been? <laughs> Who have you been hanging out with? Where you really do. Protection? You gotta you gotta pat them down first. Uh, uh -huh. Just like use one of those little mechanical arms to like you know give me your history. check their pockets and their <laughs> you know you been tested. <laughs> put a mirror up to their face and and get their uh, you know so they can breathe on it and then you gotta put it in a petri dish and send it through the lab and wait for it to come back right. before you and can then you're like, you know okay we can hang out in fourteen days <laughs> exactly. That was, that's been really hard, but yeah, we're getting through it. I mean, we honestly, I feel like we don't have anybody in our immediate circle that's gotten sick. So I, that's when I think it just, yeah. Yeah. I've been really lucky too. And I have two roommates and, you know, we, I mean, we, practice all the things we we are we always wear our masks when we're walking around i have my my little you know i have to go on my poke walk to catch pokemon every day I just, oh really <laughs> oh yes mm -hmm. uh you know everybody's playing animal crossing i'm still playing pokemon go as i have been for the past four years so awesome. i'm i'm all over it are people not playing it any, are you the only one walking around i think i am the only one yeah i'm the only one left yeah, Stronghold. Niantic makes it but, just for me. What crossing game? What's that one? I don't know. Animal Crossing. Hip, I am. No, wait, is that Crossy Road? No, uh, it's the one for the Nintendo Switch, and the way I understand it, because I don't, uh, I didn't get in with it either before the Nintendo Switches went up to five and six hundred dollars, so I can't buy one. But essentially, you. You have all these little animals and you create your own little your own little house and your own little dwelling and you go and meet with the other little animals and they all have their That's own exactly little dwellings. What I do. What this, I'm it's... In my own little house with my own little animals. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. I had to yeah. <laughs> uh, both kids and actual animals, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a cat and we're all stuck in it. So all right, go on. So you're creating this imaginary world. So you're, world. yeah, you're creating this imaginary world. And it's essentially like Sims with animals. So you're just, if, I don't know if you ever played the Sims either, but it's, essentially it's, no. yeah, it's a whole virtual world within itself. And I think it would so, be really does cool. does that make you walk around like Pokemon is? Because that, that gets you out at least. And then you could actually walk into traffic or fall <laughs> off a cliff. Which is In my favorite case, part. It's got a little danger. You got to have a danger element. Just like, mm. but in I this case, you're in at home creating a virtual world, and you don't have to leave your from home. your chair. That's right, got exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's it's the big thing. If you you know if you go on Twitter, everyone is playing it except me. I'm watching I from afar. My my roommates watch on the um, they wa <laughs> they watch the tutorials of other people playing the games. Which I I mean I guess if you're not if you can't have the console that's the best way to go about it you know if you're going to be really lazy about it let someone else do it and just watch them. So now rather than creating your own virtual world, you're watching somebody else play in their virtual world from your computer. Right. Gosh, we're so <laughs> bored. <laughs> we're really bored. That's Listen. Cool. No, it's really cool. Look, when like when people were dealing with pandemics before, like Spanish flu, there was no Netflix. There was no I'm gonna sit and play a video game all day long. Like you really had to figure out how to, like you're stuck playing like Twister and Monopoly and like card. Not, maybe not even that. You're like playing like rolling dice and dominoes. And if you're lucky, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, we've got it all. We really do have it made, yeah. honestly. It's still a lot to deal with <laughs> because our minds are plaguing us. But yeah, we have endless entertainment, which is great. And speaking of endless entertainment, check that transition. Uh, you provide it because uh, you are you are a really talented uh, comic and musician. See your guitars back there. Which one is your favorite uh, guitar, by the way? Which one the is your one right there with my name in it? That's nice. My, that's my favorite one. The one you played in your special, yes? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I went to the um, Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville like years ago, and I saw the guitars with the names in the neck, like Elvis Presley and all these famous musicians. And I thought, that's brilliant. Why isn't anyone doing that anymore? Like, I, you know, and, and so I immediately decided I was going to going to do that but you can't put you know spinners on a shit car so I had to get a good guitar and then it took about a year and uh, to get it made but that was it and I love that guitar oh wow so you you had it made for you well I found the guitar that I wanted it's a, it's called a Santa Cruz which is a it's a really pretty I never had a good guitar I've been playing my whole life um, but every guitar I have was like you know just crappy yard sale guitar or you know sure hand me down yeah at, uh -huh. at guitar center and uh and when i decided i wanted to make my guitar beautiful i had to find um a guitar that really fit me also and so it, it's the right size like it's not a huge guitar and it, it sounds pretty and yeah i love my guitar that's so awesome it does it does it make you feel powerful to hold it like you're holding excalibur you know what i mean it has its own special essence to it right well, yeah, and, and like I don't like other people to to touch my guitar, like that 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 offends me if somebody like walks in the room and grabs my guitar that I don't know intimately or personally. Like mm -hmm. that'll happen sometimes, like in the green room, someone walk in like grab your guitar and you're just like, no, like that's like like you're just like grabbing like it's my vagina or something. Like you can't just walk <laughs> up and grab my guitar. Um, so that in that way. Yeah, I've never felt like I'm holding like a gun or something. <laughs> like, oh, oh no, I didn't mean it in that way at all. It's yeah. just like um, you, uh, it, it very much has your essence in it. I mean, if it took a year to, you know, to come together, that's that's really special. It has, you know, I, I've, I've damaged it. You know, walking, one time I was trying to get onto stage and knocked it into like a door and it, it stuff like that. You just feel it. You're like, oh gosh, I felt that pain. And like, you know, so in that way, yeah. yeah. But I love it. Maybe it does have my essence. I don't know. I will let you touch my guitar when next time I see you. Will you really? Oh, thank yeah. you, Lana. That makes yes. me feel really good. Thank you. Not I appreciate that. <laughs> so put the guitar on. <laughs> hands off, hands off. Uh, um, I feel like we covered so much ground in the last times that we talked and we, we had, I mean, we've, we've probably had uh, five or six hours worth of conversation. Um, when we talked before, we really got into it. Um, I, I, I went back and listened to pieces of those episodes before. Um, but I really hate, you know, listening back to the sound of my own voice. So I didn't want to listen to the entire episodes. I love listening listening to your voice, but just just not mine. I know that feeling. It's it's like I was saying, like if I went back and watched my special 
And it's like looking at yourself in another time. And like, like I said, like, oh, and I see pictures in junior high. I'm just like, oh, that, like I had big hair braces, like BO. I mean, it wasn't good. So, um, you know, I know it, it is painful to watch yourself because you're going to be your own worst critic. And I definitely am always. Were you popular in high school? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had friends that I still have to this day, a really good group of really special girls that I became friendly with towards the end of high school. I moved to a new school my freshman year. Um, but by the time I had gotten to the end of high school, we just developed this really deep friendship. Um, but we were not like the popular girls. We we're just nice girls. I, we were like the Virgin Society. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, we are not. We actually did, one day we were hanging out, we realized we were all still virgins. And we were like, yay, we're like the Virgin Society. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's just something that you came upon that wasn't, you know, oh, yeah. wow, wow. Super nerdy. Yeah. That's, they're that's all brilliant. great. They've all grown up to be super brilliant, super successful, like beautiful women. And yeah, and we're still in touch. And actually through COVID, we've been having like monthly hangouts online. We haven't hardly seen each other as a group, but a couple of times over the years. So yeah, but no, high school, especially, I, I moved a couple of times as a kid. So you're looking at super nerd. Yeah. That's why we get along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I like nerdy stuff though, so. Yeah. 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 That's, that's my whole, that's my whole thing. That's. <laughs> Nerds are cool now though. Oh yeah. We have been for a while. We're, we're yeah. rocking it. We're, yeah, I, I think we're, we're taking over a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I watched your ASMR video too. Oh. Um, <laughs> that was so silly and great. Have you ever actually, besides the video, have you ever actually done any ASMR? No, are you into it? Is that a thing that you like? So I, I just like researching things, especially, you know, strange, strange things or just, you know, emerging tech, um, whatever is, is going on uh, currently. I, I like to do a bit of research. And so I checked it out and I actually took part in an ASMR video and <laughs> I had no clue whatsoever uh, what I was doing. Wait, you, I, did you you, so you made a video? Yeah, I was cast in one and um, I told them right up front, I said, I've never done this before. I have zero experience. So if you book me, just know going in and they're like, we need people. <laughs> I'm like, okay, just as long as you know. So they paired me with this YouTuber influencer who does it like, and she even speaks like her normal speaking voice is very crisp and clear and very direct. And she, she was like, it was like speaking to the queen. And she was very, very nice, but also very strict and carried herself a certain way. And every time, like we're doing, we were doing like teeth brushing and running our fingernails down cucumbers and like, um, like washing a, washing a plate in the dishwasher or whatever, or in the sink or whatever it was. And she was so particular in, in it. And like, I would do something and she would give me the eye, like, you're not doing that right. Anyway, the, what, it the was a- rubbing down the cucumber? 
exactly. I was not rubbing my cucumber right. And I thought I've been doing this <laughs> my entire years. life. I, I feel uh, emasculated, but uh, it was very silly and a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. And a little piece of that uh, video that we did actually ended up being used in the astronomy club on Netflix. They had like, have you seen this show? It's a, it's a sketch comedy show. And they used a little piece of it for like an awards show segment oh, that they did. Cool. So that, that was kind of neat. It was, it was fun. It was very interesting. I asked them, you know, sort of what goes into it. And you got to get a special mic with the with the whole thing. Uh, I I don't I don't have time. It it's enough work trying to put this podcast together. I I don't you know I'll I'll let the professionals handle it. But it was it was fun. You did a very good job. I thought. Oh, thank you. It was, I don't really. Have you listened to the ASMR videos? Did they did I, they give you anything? Yeah, I researched. I I didn't know what it was when I was starting to think about the idea of how to create that video. So I did, I watched a bunch of people and honestly, they do take themselves very seriously. And I thought it was funny. So, I mean, and when you talk about going, going far, we like that video went far. <laughs> I, I took it like way over the edge. Um, but I actually have another idea for another ASMR video. So um, I need to get to onto that. Uh, but yeah. I will, I, I will watch it. <laughs> that one gets pretty gross though i do i have to i wouldn't have it any other way lana that's uh i mean that's all i would expect from you so you know <laughs> <laughs> thank you well if anybody you know while people are watching this click over it's on my youtube channel and you can watch that and the covid videos and and then my one hour special that you started out talking about that's available on tubi and i believe you can also get it on amazon so as long as you turn your ad blocker off, you can watch it for free, which is what I was doing. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you can do ad blocker on Tubi? You can do that? Uh, no, they won't let you. That, that's oh. what I was saying. Yeah, you got to turn it off. <laughs> oh. Otherwise, it, it blocks you. Well, it's okay. I, I yeah. turned it on. Oh, whatever. No problem. It used to be on Hulu, and I don't have control over where it goes. That whole artist controlling your own content thing is really important. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You got to learn that through not having control of your content because then it ends up, although I like that it's on Tubi. I don't have a problem with it, but I just, you know, I don't have control over getting ads or not. That's why I, um, I stopped being on a network for the show because not that I, I pretty much had complete control, but it wasn't going out to uh, all the places that I needed it to. So fully in, independent now, baby. <laughs> yeah, I think nowadays it's really important to have have your own stuff and be able to put it where you want to put it and reach, because you can reach people, you know, but yeah, it's crazy. Everything's changing. Like we were talking about at the beginning of the show, it's even that is changing. Yeah, uh, and there's, oh, man, there's so many freaking new platforms just with all sorts of media everywhere and uh, it's really too many places to watch things. Endless content. Um, I, for I forgot about Tubi <laughs> until, <laughs> until, until I was on, yeah, until today. I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing that exists. 
another platform. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. But how was uh how was talking with Dr. Drew? Oh, I love Dr. Drew. Um he's been he's been so good to me and like my family and um so I've done Dr. Drew's podcast twice now. Um, and I anticipate going back on there after the film that we talked about on those podcasts come mm -hmm. out. But um, yeah, he, he's actually signed on to be a producer on, on my documentary that was what we talked about. That's so, great. Yeah. Excellent. Was lined up to do all these festivals and everything. Um, right now we were supposed to be at like five different festivals and it just, it just all got wiped clean. So I had to like figure out how to just get it going, get it streaming on one of these platforms. And that's where we're at with it. But you can also check out the um, trailer for that documentary. It's called What's Eating Ralphie May. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's a documentary that I never thought I'd be a part of. Um, never thought this film would ever be what it is, but it is. It's, and, it's, and as a objective person that isn't a major subject in the film, it's awesome. It really is. Um, being a part of the film, eh, it's a little bit painful, <laughs> but I, but I've been doing no it doubt. for so many years now. Like it's been, it's been years since it was shot, and then going through the edit, and now this part of it, it's become less. I'm a little desensitized to it. It's still hard, but yeah. So you feel free to ask questions. <laughs> so I'm well, uh, I'm sure I'll have a lot more questions when I. Uh, when I finally get to see it and when we all uh, get to see it. And I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about that because I know you have been working on it for a long time. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure it will be very powerful and, um, um, you know, um, you. absolutely. Well, to get circle back to the original question though, Dr. Drew is like, it was crazy. Like I've been, a, I used to listen to Love Lines. So Me too. Him, I'm starstruck to, when I see him, I'm just in awe, right? Just, he's Dr. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. He's a, I, I listen to Love Line almost every day um, back in Illinois. And I, um, I called into his new show this was a couple of years ago. Oh, cool. And I was talking about polyamory, which I don't think, um, eh, well, <laughs> I, I don't think they had enough information to, to, uh, to speak on what, what I was asking about. And I don't remember my exact question at the time, but he was, uh, he is super cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what a, what a learned, um, very intelligent, well-spoken, like, um, just super knowledgeable dude, you know? Well, um, yeah, I know. And I would imagine, so like, he would probably be interesting to talk to about that, but maybe it's hard to answer a, a question. I don't know what your question was, but I remember that's one of the things that we talked about on yes. my podcast with you, mm -hmm. which... Yeah. How's that work in a pandemic? <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I was say, you <laughs> That's can't the short it. answer now. I, um, dating has been, well, this is a, a different answer than it was a few weeks ago. I've actually been talking to, uh, to a really 
sweet Chilean woman uh, that I met on uh, on Tinder. Yes, Tinder, I know. But, you know, it, all of the dating apps are tools. They all have their, I mean, you know, Tinder is thought of as uh, a certain way, and so is Bumble, and so are all of them. I've never but, really done it, though. I don't know what the differences are between them. Like, is Tinder considered more like a hookup one? Or bingo, yes. Okay. But it it works, you know, how you use it. Uh, with Bumble, uh, a lot of women speak highly of Bumble that they prefer that platform because with Bumble, when you get a match, um, the woman has to message you first. So that, uh, you know, that helps alleviate a lot of ridiculousness. But, you know, people are still going to be who they are. And I've read, um, I've, I've seen a lot of very bad interactions <laughs> on Bumble, just as they happen on Tinder and all of the other ones. So anyway, we, we met on Tinder and, uh, and she's, she's a sweetheart. And, um, you know, so you've she, met in person since we then, haven't, obviously. no, oh, you haven't, no, not at all. No, no way to do so. We're trying to work out uh, that, I mean, that maybe she'll fly up here for a week oh, or she's something. Not in, she's not in No, she's area. in Chile. Oh, when you said Ch Chilean, I didn't know that that meant she was in Chile. Like She's in Chile, yes. Yeah, oh. she, uh, yeah. That really complicates things. It does. I don't, I, we, I mean. How did you even, like, if you're swiping, isn't that like in a geographic area? Or I would think. <clears throat> So they've changed the app a million times in the last few months and they started, I think they automatically switched me to, um, I forget what they call it, but essentially it just, it just goes out globally. It allows you to meet anybody anywhere on the planet. Exactly. And I may have opted into it at some point and just forgot, <laughs> but, um, and interestingly, she. Kind of cool though. You can meet people. It's really cool. The world. It's, it really you know, is. I mean, nobody's. If you're not like, because you're saying it's a hookup place, but nobody's actually hooking up. So like, you're just meeting nice people that you have things in common with, and that's exactly. Really cool. So I was just looking for conversation, to be honest. But I, you know, ended up finding someone that uh, that really gets along with me romantically. So that's pretty cool. So you can develop a relationship long distance and get to know her like actually mm -hmm. really talk to her on the phone and and we have mm -hmm. how long has this been going on a few weeks I think that's it's very new yeah and uh, uh, interestingly enough she didn't have a profile pic uh, picture up at all she just had like flowers and listen i know i'm asking for trouble never do that <laughs> What do you mean? Never, never put up a profile. I, I would not suggest it. No, no. Uh, don't swipe on profiles with, uh, with no profile picture, generally speaking. But uh, I was just, you know, doing a, a swipe session. And so <laughs> you shouldn't do that either, really. But, you know, you're just up at one, one o'clock in the morning and you're just sitting there in bed trying to fall asleep. And so I'm just like, do, 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 do. And, uh, you know, any, if I, uh, listen, it's quarantine 
I need to have a conversation. I need human interaction. So anybody that uh, <laughs> you're like, oh. <laughs> so, you know, um, most people, most matches that I get, I never hear from them. Like, even if I think it's a really good match, a lot of uh, a lot of people don't even check Tinder. So, you know, they don't or check like the app. Account. It's an account, they have the app, but they're not looking at it. Um, so it was and really nice to make that Maybe they get into a relationship with somebody and they forget to turn it off or something, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you swipe, 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 and this woman writes you back and it's just a floral arrangement. You have no <laughs> idea what she looks like. No idea. But she said she has since sent me pictures, and she's she's gorgeous. So well, if you're talking to her, you hear her voice. Have you done mm -hmm. a FaceTime? We have. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So you've seen her. Yeah, she has a very sweet accent. I love it. Look at you. <laughs> That's cool. I think it's a great way to get to know somebody, and it like mm -hmm. so after COVID settles and everything's better, or maybe not even after it settles. Are you planning a trip? Well, she's going to have to come here because um, currently United States citizens are not allowed to uh, go anywhere internationally. They and cut us off. Us. We're the, no, the, they really don't. We're, yeah. we're a scourge right now. And I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't blame anybody because we have just really done everything wrong. I mean, just every, <laughs> every single move we make especially here in Southern California. I mean, you know, the, I don't want to go into talking about the mayor, but <laughs> he's a real piece of work. So, um, you know, I, I think everything started opening up and then we closed it down and then we opened it up uh, again and then back and forth. And, you know, we, it was going to take a while no matter what, because we don't have a vaccine. But boy, did we do everything wrong, you know? Um, and, you know, I'm sure you've seen it. I, I mean, you know, people aren't, aren't wearing their masks and no, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's a very, and we still don't know a lot about the virus. We know about sort of how the other COVIDs work how they operate once they enter the body. But this particular strain, we just don't know a lot. And we're yeah. still figuring it out, you know? No, it's, it, I can comment on all that, but I can also say I'm really glad now that people are washing their hands because there's a lot of dirty people who wouldn't wash their hands before this started. And that's disgusting. Yes, um, it is. I'm happy to see buffets go away <laughs> on a personal note, right? Like, no yeah. Way. Yeah, those are just, that's long may you know i maybe maybe the indian buffet is okay right because sure. you're probably gonna not feel well after that anyhow and you go into that knowing it but yeah i'm thinking good to see that go too. just order what you want bring it to the table but my personal favorite thing that i've been saying for years thankfully will hopefully go away which is blowing on the birthday cake Oh, yes. That's, yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, so for years, now, ever since I had kids, I came online with the idea that that's just a disgusting practice. And when my kids would have a birthday or I would have a birthday, we bring out the cake, cut their slice off, put the candles in their piece of cake, 
and they blow on that and only that because how many parties have you been to where you're like, that's a beautiful cake. And then the person blows all over. Blows their like, spittle all yeah, over oh, all of the yeah. slat. Absolute. I am. Yes, I am 100,000% with you on that one. And I, I guess I've, I've never really thought about it, but yeah, every birthday I've ever been to in my entire life. And you know, because we've talked about this before, I am, I am a, a super germaphobe and I have been for a long time. Like I've been, I wouldn't say I've been preparing for this my entire <laughs> life, but I've pretty much always been ready to go. Like I've got a box of wet ones in my sink so I can just pull a pack. I keep a pack in my pocket at all times. And um, I mean, I was doing this, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I- For a while. There's certain things like that before this, some people might've thought were weird. Well, the birthday cake thing, cause I, that, that I'm, I feel like validated right now in this moment because I've been doing that for so long. But the other thing is I don't wanna wash my hands in the bathroom and then touch the handle to leave the bathroom. So I, I find that moment absolutely paralyzing in which I've washed my hands in the sink and there's no paper towel. So I have to like use my foot to shut the water off and then figure out how to use my foot to open the door because I don't want to touch the door. And I, I feel like that level of neuroses is now like the new, yeah, like good. <laughs> like Lana, I, told, I get you so well on that. I really do. I usually... What I'll do is wash my hands and then grab a paper towel to open the door. If yeah. there's a doorknob, if it's a if it's a regular push door. Oh, those are um, the best because you just walk. The, the, it should always be grab the handle to go in, kick the door to go out. Exactly. Always. But they don't always do that, and then you have to get like toilet paper, and your hands are wet, and you gotta like. Oh, oh it's a mess. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, and the, the ones at uh, Yard House are the worst because they're like really heavy doors. And you can't, like, the trick that I like to do is open the bottom of the door with my foot, uh -huh. which is what I'll do at, like, you know, convenience store or Ralph's or what, what well, those are automatic doors. But, but like, you know, at Subway or whatever, I'll, I'll open it and, uh, with the bottom of my foot. But sometimes the doors are really heavy and you, you got to like really put all of your body weight into it. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> Just get them open. There's, there's, there's two things about that. Have, have you found yourself in a position where you are close enough to the door to prop the door open with your foot while you wash your hands off and then you can still get out the door? Yeah, that's perfect. That's a, that's a, that's a perfect scenario. But the worst, when you feel like you might really have an issue, is if you're standing there looking at the door, trying to figure out how am I going to open this door, and you're literally waiting and hoping somebody comes in so that you don't have to touch the handle. This has been a point of crises throughout <laughs> the last 20 years of my life, Lana. Truly, it has. Everybody gets it now, I think. I would hope. Maybe not, but I would hope. We're getting oh, closer. And, and how about this for being ahead of the curve? Um, because I have kids and a little boy and sometimes he has, as you know, growing up, maybe he's not always cleaning himself the best. This one, bidet hose. <laughs> That's, that was majorly advanced. People, people five months ago, pre, I don't know, toilet paper gate, like would be like, oh, you're crazy. 
but I've traveled the world and it's way more sanitary to have a bidet hose. Most cold, like I'm, I'm pretty convinced that's one of the like issues in us having world peace is just because we're kind of dirtier than the rest of the world in that area because people wash themselves with water. So, but this one, bidet hose before the pandemic. I love it. I absolutely love it. Flying off Amazon. People couldn't get those either (laughs) because the toilet paper was gone and so were those. Right. Yeah. I, uh, you're learning way too much about the way I keep my bathroom, but I actually have a packet of wet ones right by the toilet. And that's Mm -hmm. so, and they're all purpose, really. I, this, uh, I, I am not sponsored by wet ones, but I would love (laughs) to be because I use them constantly. Those aren't the flushable ones though, but you're, I'm, I'm assuming you're renting. So you just flush all you want, right? (laughs) No, no, actually I, I keep, I keep a, a tight ship in my bathroom. I really do. But um, I uh, actually, I, I will tell you those flushable wipes, that's a total myth. You should never, yeah, they don't, you should yeah, ne- no. They um, go down there. That's right. Except yeah. toilet paper. Um, yep. <laughs> absolutely. Cause man, it, you know, the people that uh, like sewer workers and stuff like that, they hate those things. They're a total, total mess. Really hard to clean out. Of all the handy people, like, you know, whether they're like contractors who do electricians, whatever, all the different skills, plumbers, by far the coolest, always. Have you had that experience? They're always, because they have a sense of humor. I mean, they're like, plumber humor is the best. They've seen it all. Yeah, no, they've they've been there and done that. I've seen it all. (laughs) Absolutely. I, I, you are absolutely right. I applaud plumbers a lot because (laughs) I definitely don't have that skill. Um, And I definitely don't want to do that work. So. Well, when you need a plumber, you, you pretty much need a plumber. Like it's usually important. So they're up there on, you know, like high level you know, sainthood sometimes, right? like, I need you to, to show up at my house now, some, yeah, so, I'm glad we've had this conversation. <laughs> Me too. Important one. I, I agree. We can get back to the serious stuff as to why LA has been mishandled, or the whole country. Well. But, <laughs> but I'm not, <sighs> I feel like there are people with way more um, knowledge about it than me that can, I mean, otherwise, I, I have a bunch of opinions, but well, the, you know, there are, we have a lot of experts. The experts are experts for, re, for the reasons that they're experts. And we should trust those experts because they've, they've had the education and the schooling and the, the um, you know, they've taken a lot of years to have the knowledge base that they have. And we should really rely on their opinion on how we should be going about things. And that just has not been the case. And we keep ignoring them. <laughs> And by we, I definitely don't mean I, because I have been paying attention to them as much as humanly possible. I have been absorbing all of the uh, the articles and the podcasts and everything that I can to stay up on, you know, what is, how the virus manifests. It's really interesting to me. A little terrifying, but a good terrifying, right? Because it's important to be able to stay healthy and stay safe and keep our fellow humans safe you know when you say manifest you mean like enters your body or or or... exactly Mm -hmm. 
and how it affects the you know the person's physiology once it starts doing its thing and it's really scary um i, I mean i'm i'm sure you've you know uh seen what happens to people who get it and it's uh it's frightening my mom is very high risk i am also very high risk she drives me crazy because she's a two-time cancer survivor she's currently going through chemo she's gone through a lot and she frequently visits her mother which it's her mother I get it, but her mother is a chain smoker and also the reason she got cancer twice to begin with. And she goes over there, uh, and, I, and I wanna say, <laughs> I wanna say this very clearly, I'm not dissing my mom, I am afraid for my mom is the thing. Because she goes over uh, to my grandmother's house every, every day and is in the smoke and inhaling it and it's it's terrible for her and she's already you know very high risk as it is and then taking that further into her system and she's a social worker so she works around a lot of clients who are you know um at varying levels of uh, manic behavior and lucidity and medications and things of that nature. And so, you know, um, and they already had a scare when, uh, I guess it was in April, there were, I don't know, three or four clients in the facility that all tested positive at the same time. And I was like, oh, oh, oh no, you know, <laughs> it's, it's coming for her. And thankfully she's, you know, she's, she stayed healthy and safe, but, uh, you know, I, I just, it, it's a scary thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess your, your grandmother, like, there's something to be said too for how much time do we actually have with the people that we love too. I mean, we're all sort of on borrowed time, but yeah, it sounds like they need to, they probably need to be hanging out your mom and your grandma. Um, but it's hard for you. You said you're high risk too, huh? Yeah. So I'm uh, a severe asthmatic and I also have a heart condition. Awesome oh, times. Okay. So, <laughs> Hey, I'm doing okay. I mean, all my, all my limbs work. I'm breathing. So today I'm good, you know. Right. Uh, you have to be extra, extra careful. I really got to watch it. Yep. Yeah. That's all. You know, we, we just have to take the precautions. Uh, we, we have to take as many precautions as we can and stay as healthy as we can. That's, that's all we can do, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to hope that eventually things will calm down and we'll be back to normal and that we'll just be a more distant culture. You know, like instead of shaking hands, maybe we'll take on the bow, <laughs> you know, the, the elbow, that type of stuff, which I'm okay with that. Yeah. Either of us. We're, we're cool that I actually, after shows, I shook every hand that every person that came out took every picture, hugs, the whole thing. But as soon as everybody was gone, I'd wash my hands, but um, I hope we can get back to that because it's such a nice, nice part of our culture. We are a warm culture, but it yeah. doesn't work for pandemics. 
No. <laughs> yeah. Bummer. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really, I'm really looking forward to getting back to some sort of uh, relative normalcy. That will be, uh, I, I hung out with a friend of mine earlier, uh, well, last week, and we, uh, we had our masks on the entire time, but we took a walk around the neighborhood, and, and, uh, and we did hug, and it was the first hug that I'd had since probably February. And Isn't it weird? You feel like you could drink somebody when you're like face to face with them. You're oh, like, I just want. It well, was I glorious. I talked to one of my friends today who um, she works, this is her wheelhouse. She went to Harvard. She works in public health. And um, she gave me a slogan, which I hadn't heard before, but maybe this is, I'm sure this is floating around somewhere. But she said, um, time, place, people, space, don't forget to cover your face. Nice. So as long as like in her, in her thing is like, as long as you're, it depends on how much time you spend with somebody, where you spend it. So if you're indoors, you're increasing your, um, you know, the risk factor immensely. Um, what was it like um, having six feet distance? So having the space between each other decreases your risk factor and then covering if both people cover their faces then it really diminishes the chances of contracting anything and i thought that was a cute slogan so yeah that's nice i like that a lot <laughs> what are you looking forward to um after we get through this oh getting back on stage yeah yeah that's i mean i'm so rusty i i've done a couple of zoom shows but i mean not being able to perform stand-up is you know I'm going to imagine it's going to be like riding a bike. It takes a few minutes to get your pedals going again, but once you're there, because, but this is the longest stretch I've ever gone without doing my act. And so, I mean, and I had it like, I was a well-oiled, like rolling down the road, smooth bicycle. And so now I'm like, ah, but it also is evolving. Like I'm continuing to write. Um, so it'll be a whole different game when we get back to it. But yeah, I'd have to say that's the thing I miss the most. And obviously for my kids, I miss a lot of things for them and with them. And this summer, man, we didn't get to like travel and do all the things we normally would do. So that, that was a bummer, but we're getting through it. We, I still feel like we have first world problems, you know, like we said, none of us are sick and thank goodness your mom and grandma are okay. And you're okay. That's scary. Yep. And, and my dad too, they're, they're doing okay. And I've been talking to them, you know, pretty much every day. So that's good. We're, we're all keeping in contact and checking up on each other. That's good. I like talking to my mom, but she's like COVID obsessed. Is she? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She was like, she's really concerned about it. So, I mean, they're the opposite of your mom and that like my parents are like, nobody gets in here, <laughs> but they're in Florida, which it's a good thing for them to be like that. Cause it's another hot spot. Yeah. Yeah. Florida is a pretty uh, wild place <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, here, Florida. Well, I think everywhere is becoming a hotspot, any major city. But we need to like move to some like outside, like like rural spot. Anybody who's like living in a rural area is like, we have this. What we have it? Like, like we're stuck in a big city. Yeah. Listen, I will. I will keep taking it on as long as I can keep living here because you can go into your Pokemon. Exactly. And the game has made it to where I can do, you know, I can 
play most of the game from just sitting here. So it's been really nice. <laughs> create that whole alternate world full of animals and fun. I think I'm gonna, I think I need to think about that. I think I need to think about that. Your your audio your audio was distorting. Your audio's a little funky. My audio is distorting. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. You're a little. Oh, there we go. That's better. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh. I was asking a very important question. I'm sure you were. Uh, please. <laughs> can you hear me? I said in your alternate world that your mm -hmm. um, roommates are in, can you make one of those animals that you're living with COVID positive and then you have to quarantine in your fantasy world? <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. Um, that be fun? I, I don't know. I don't know all of the aspects of Animal Crossing. I. <laughs> I really, I, I only see what I, uh, um, I, I only know what I see on Twitter, but I mean, it looks like a, a cool, fun, you know, family friendly game. I'm sure I would love it. Uh, if I ever get a switch, I'll, I'll check it out, you know, whatever. They but say cats uh, can get COVID. So you could make your, your fantasy world with a COVID infected cat <laughs> and see how you'll deal with that cat as you're walking around your fantasy world. Which I guess so. Current world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what um, I'm gonna do tonight. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Put a little in the uh, in the catnip, and see what happens. Oh yeah, the cat. I'm creating a fan. Yeah, I got this. Fantasy <laughs> world, COVID cat. I love it. It's gonna be a blast. <laughs> uh, Lana, I'm not sure if we touched on it when we talked before, but carte blanche. Who would you like to work with? Like what, um, you know, if you could work with, and this doesn't have to be a comedy person, this can be anybody currently working, who would it be? Hmm. Like the first thing that comes to mind is horrible because it's like so annoying because he's so gross. Um, but I, I'm a, I, for years, I've always loved Woody Allen films, but like, and I mean, but no, you know what I mean? No, but yes, but, but not really. Films, but yeah. Listen, no, that's just the first thing that came to mind. No judgment for me. Listen, I, I have a very high level of, um, uh, willing suspension of disbelief. I always have, I can, I can, you know, fully separate the art from the artist. Um, I am never oh, going what to they stop. Mean by short list? I mean, I, like, <laughs> they're like, I want to work with Woody Allen, Roman Polanski, Bill Cosby. Like, these are my, this is my wish list, like all in one project. Well, that would be the best reunion project. It's a film written by Woody Allen, directed by Roman Polanski, starring Bill Cosby. Who else do we need to put on that? Harvey Weinstein finalizes right. the project and gets it yep. going off the ground. Jeff yeah, Bezos. Keep going. I mean, he, he would gladly fund it. Oh, he's, well, listen, I mean, he's got 70 quatillion bucks. He can, you know, he can fund it with a <laughs> flick of his wrist. Oh, it has, I, I've just thought of our lead actor. It's Bill Cosby and Mel Gibson. 
in a remake of another cop film. And they're cops that do terrible racist things all over the country. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's I, I love this. I, I'm, I'm greatly looking forward to this. I, 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 will, I will watch with trepidation and no judgment because <laughs> I think I think this this is a bit now that is going to enter my act like I'm going to carry this forward if you don't mind Evelyn. This I, is I love it too. yeah this for sure gold for me right now I yeah I'm surprised I haven't thought of it before I I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> yeah I I love that the show could inspire you uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, listen I I mean of all the things that we we know about those people. I there are a lot of great movies that were funded by Weinstein, and I still, you know, um, not that I'm going to marathon the Cosby Show anytime soon, but I'm not not going to. Like, I mean, I might watch a you know a random episode or whatever for nostalgia feelings because it was such well, if you're a gonna great. Watch it, can you? Can, can you... I'm sorry, can you find it to watch it? Is it available? Sure. Oh yeah. Because then okay. Oh, I know where so to find it. The perfect COVID activity you just is to watch the Cosby show, but roofie yourself before. And then hours will seep away and you'll wake up and be like, Wow, are we through COVID already? Just keep doing that. Get the, by the time you watched the entire series, because I mean how many seasons did I go? Like a thousand seasons. And yeah. every episode, Rufy, sit through the end. Yep. By the time you get to the end of that, we'll be out of this mess. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's a great idea. I think, you know, um, I mean, listen, and the, because uh, not just, I mean, the Cosby show was, was such a, a great piece of pop culture. It's a, it's a, it's a, a strong thread in the fabric of, you know, the zeitgeist. Uh, it, it's, you know, and like he, he did a bunch of, you know, like his stand-up specials and stuff. I mean, you know, he was a powerhouse. Uh, totally gross dude, sure. But, you know, and like, I'm never gonna stop listening to Michael Jackson music. I think he's, you know, he was one of the greatest artists that has or ever will live, you know? Oh. I think the lesson, though, that Bill Cosby, or what was his name, Clifford? What was his name on the show? What was the dad's name? Oh, Cliff, Huck, uh, Cliff Huxtable. Cliff Huxtable. I think the lesson that we learn, though, is if you are funny and you're creepy, but we put you in a sweater, it's all good, right? You can get away with anything if you are a sweater. Is that, that was his thing. Well, see, Hilarious. see, I, I guess it all depends on the on the level of creepy, though, because like Raul Julia was also very uh, creepy and hilarious, uh, um, as uh, you know, in the Adams family. But uh, but he's actually, I think, I think he passed. Was he but, creepy in his real life, or just on the Adams family? Well, on the show, yeah, but on the show, know. but wearing a sweater, right? He was the yeah. Well, so you're showing me that sweaters can also be used in a creepy way. But I mean, if you get, if you get, you may like, wake, like I got roofied and raped by the dude in the sweater. It's ugh. really all very disorienting. The whole thing, ugh. 
That was so <laughs> bad. That was such a bad thing to say. <sighs> so messed up. You never hold I, back, I Lana. Love, no, but I love what's happening now in the world of entertainment where the hashtag me too and women are getting to vocalize their feelings about things. And it came up recently, even for myself, um, because there's been a few people that haven't been very kind to me and they've come out in the media lately and people have seen their Like I, there've been a few men who have shown me their, their parts and a way that, um, you know, in one case, if I'd have been like, cool, I might've, gone further professionally and in another case it was just pure harassment and both of those people have been called out in the media which is great um one particularly that i i dislike very much so like it's good it's really really good because that behavior should not be tolerated and what sucks is for women it's everywhere it's not just in entertainment i can i as a female i know like if you're working at mcdonald's you know, when you're like, want to get from the fryer to the register, the manager might harass you to do it. And it's like, that, that's, I'm so glad we're living in a world where, you know, my, my daughter um, attends a program at her middle school. She's in a magnet program and it's new. It started last year. It's, it's, um, the, it's called SAGE. It's social and gender equity. And everything they learn is from that perspective, which is awesome because they're changing the way our world is. And I think that's just, it's so overdue. That's incredible. It really is overdue. But it, it, it does make um, making jokes sometimes. It's like we started this conversation. We're talking about the climate of humor. Sometimes people can take things and be really sensitive, which you see that too online. But I think it's the difference between people saying mean things and it's coming from a really, truly awful place versus people saying things because it's just funny. But yeah, but so social and gender equity, man. It's, it's really, really good to see that. Happen. It really is. And I'm so glad to hear that those programs are happening in the schools because, you know, I, I never had any of that stuff growing up. You yeah. Know. Well, you know, um, like with, uh, with each generation, we hope to get a little bit further along, right? So it's funny when, um, when you look at some of the, the people that get in trouble or, oh, that TV show needs to be canceled because... They, they they were you know doing things that were unacceptable so when 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 we look back on some of the shows that our parents watched and it's like Ralph Cramden is like or my, or my grandparents I should say like Alice to the moon you remember like so that's like a show that was touting spousal abuse and we watch that and go oh that that's not okay and then our kids are watching like the man show and it's like girls bouncing on trampolines which I think is hilarious but it's like yeah that that that's messed up <laughs> Right. right. You can't do that anymore. I don't think. Right. Well, no. uh, let's, let's hope not. No, <laughs> we get, let's, let's I, leave that I mean, stuff I, in the past. I loved, well, I loved girls on trampolines. I thought it oh, was hilarious. Sure. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was just funny. And like, but some of that stuff, you can't get away with like, like three's company and like all that. So you just can't, they can't get away with it anymore. It's not the same right same vibe but but each generation sees it a little differently than the one beforehand so yeah if it can hold up that, that, that yeah <laughs> i appreciate when we make strides and i love to see it i love to see um you know positive changes being made but it also aggravates the hell out of me when um you know episodes of the golden girls or community are pulled for things that didn't have anything to do with uh, 
racial stereotypes and it was really just execs not understanding what the humor of it was um you know like that community episode <laughs> like ken jong is the last i mean it was ken jong for goodness sakes you know at, who was playing a dark elf a dark elf <laughs> it was not it didn't have a, the episode it's uh, it's it's probably one of the top five of the entire series. They are, it's a Dungeons and Dragons episode. And so they're all, you know, uh, playing goofy creatures and, uh, and Ken Jeong is, is playing a drow. And, it, you know, uh, it was taken as blackface, which is like the joke in itself is like yeah. calling, it is against race racism it's anti-racist the joke and the episode are anti-racist and they pulled it and that kind of stuff just drives me nuts man it's comedy let it be comedy let it stand on its own you know and just like it's risky comedy that is yeah that need and sometimes sometimes by going so far the other way you're stifling it and it creates a bigger issue right exactly Mm mm-hmm I love Ken, by the way. Ken, um, I've known him for many years. He, I did an Indiegogo campaign to raise money for um, a project that I'm about done with, but it was a, a one-hour special for Ralphie Mae was my husband. You know that. But um, Ken was one of the people who really supported the Indiegogo. He's like one of my angels. And uh, back in the day when I was like super broke and first moved to LA, he was not famous, but he was a doctor, bona fide, real doctor, yep. doing stand up, and he actually prescribed me yeast cream when I had a, an infection once. Thank you, Ken. So, <laughs> thank you, Ken Jung. You have, you're always in my heart. Um, he didn't do any um, exams. I just told him my symptoms, oh. and he wrote me a prescription. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. I'm just glad to be clear that he was. On the story. <laughs> uh, yeah, he. Uh, Every story that I've ever heard about him is just like yours, that he is one of the kindest humans living. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's wonderful. I I can't wait to uh to see whatever that project is. I'm sure it will be wonderful. Yeah, me too. It's uh, yeah, I, I we're I'm I feel like I'm really close to being able to get these things out to the world. So yeah. Just it's, it feels like everything moves so slow. <laughs> Always. But we're getting there. Yeah. Well, Anna, I think... That, uh, that was a really slow, long pause <laughs> in her, on purpose. <laughs> I feel like, wait, let's just give it a little longer so it really... <laughs> slow yeah, listen. Going, especially I, right now. Here we go. <laughs> are we... Are we, We're not through it yet, are we? It's really slow. Like uh, Craig Ferguson used to do at the end of his uh, interviews, the uh, the awkward pause. I loved it when he sort of <laughs> smell his finger. Um, I always forget that you know no one can see the actions that I'm doing on camera as they're listening. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Is this audio only? I will put this on YouTube, but it'll also be an audio podcast. Yeah, it'll go to all the places. Got it, got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Got it, got it. Cool. (laughs) Sweet. You're doing it. 
You're doing uh, it well. Listen, it's, good. it's still it's still going. I your podcast that you I I haven't done Perfect Ten podcasts in a long time, but I relaunched it in two like separate ways. So I um I I po had all of Ralphie's episodes that we did together because I think you did it. But did you? I think you did it while I was after Ralphie left me. I think right. I don't remember, but. I had two, so we divided the content up into two places. So it's really clear and it's all still available. And I have another podcast that I started right before COVID hit and I have about eight episodes recorded, but I haven't really known what to do with it yet. So I'm going to get started again too. But, um, but those perfect 10 episodes are so dang funny. So I recommend people going back and listening to them because they're they're still, they're hilarious and they're very politically incorrect. <laughs> yes, they are. But that's yeah, why they're there's wonderful. There's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. That's great. Well, congratulations on the, the new podcast then. You know, I'll be listening when yeah, you when finally release it. Yep. Are you going to, I will. And are you going to put it out independently or are you, are you trying for a network? No, I don't know yet what I'm going to do. I, again, it's like, it was originally, it's, it was recorded um, in my house. So like it was, um, it was called, it's going to be called and it's called on my deck because I do it on my deck and I, nice. I like to do a lot of deck jokes because I've got a small deck, but a lovely deck and it's like perfect to fit on there and enjoy. And you know, every deck joke you can imagine is just there. Um, but now I'm like, how do I do my podcast when we can't really hang out on my deck? So I might do it like, if we continue through the isolation thing, I might be able to do what you're doing, which is to zoom in and I sit on my deck while somebody sits on their deck and then we just have deck talk from miles apart. But sure. we'll see. We'll see. I, I have them in the can and I'm ready to put them out at some point. But again, I, I didn't, nobody expected this to go on so long and continue going on. So we'll, we'll see. We're, it's, it's, a, it's evergreen. So whenever I get around to it, I will sure. let it go. And you've got, uh, sounds like you have a lot of awesome projects as always that are going to be, you know, coming out. So yeah. um, that's yeah, great. Yeah, I've been working on a couple things and even in this time. So yeah, lots to look forward to, sh to talking further with you about. Always. You're always welcome on the show. And I, I thank you so much for, uh, for doing it so many times. Uh, because you're just, you. you're really a delight. And, um, you know, you. <laughs> ah, uh, <laughs> I can't take a compliment, Lana. I really can. I'm terrible at it. Um, but I, I do appreciate it very much. You're, um, uh, you're hilarious and, and kind and just super talented. So uh, thank you for joining me. Well, you are too. And before you, before I want to say three things. One, I hope your Please. mom's okay. I hope your grandma's okay. Hope you. you stay safe and healthy. And I hope you get to meet that Chilean woman. We're working on it. <laughs> Thank you. I want to hear about that. Um, sure. <laughs> we'll, that we'll, uh, we'll talk all about it off, off camera any, anytime. <laughs> um, uh, and of course, uh, people can check out all your things at your very shiny new website at lanaturner.com. Yeah, I just got a new website, which I'm very excited about. Yep. Well, go, 
and there's a yeah, there's just infinite um, content on there. So uh, definitely well, check that out. There's an H and Lana, just so you can remember. Actually, I have it right there because you had talked about that's the card for my one hour special because you just said you'd gone to that. So L A H N A T T U R N E R right there, and then um, got my I'm on all those platforms, right? Like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. So you can find me and YouTube where you can watch all those um, crazy videos. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lana. Um, Thank you. As you said to me, stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, yeah, keep rocking. Live Enjoy your week. Prosper. Indeed. <laughs> Do the nerdy. That's the nerd. I That's right. <laughs> Love Take you. care. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, you can follow me, as always, across all the places at Devlin Wilder. That's D-E-V-L-I-N-W-I-L-D-E-R. And Faux Real at Faux Real Pod. That's F-A-U-X-R-E-A-L-P-O-D. That's it for this one. See you on the next one.